Hello, podcast friends and family. Welcome back to another episode of Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and this is episode 148 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those challenges that we face in everyday life. Hey, happy new year to you. So good to be back with you again. We're three weeks into this month and uh, love being with you. Please take some time to share this podcast with your friends, those that are also involved in leadership, looking to grow in leadership. I'd really love for you to share. You can also leave a review wherever you may be listening. Helps us get the word out. Does a lot for us. Would really love for you to do that. If you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There are a number of resources there available for you to check out. And uh, you can also email me. We can communicate. So would love to hear from you. Hey, um, really, really enjoy having you with me. I want to talk today about the foundation of leadership. Just sort of what I'm calling today, remember your leadership calling. Remember your leadership calling. Years and years and years ago, I've been involved in leadership and in, in as you may know in my, my podcast, if you listen, uh, church context for, for, golly, I've been involved in some kind of leadership role for 25, 30 years. And uh, it's been a great privilege. It's also been a great heartache. It's had many, many challenges and many, many rewards. And oftentimes when leadership is difficult, I think about, I need to remember the calling to leadership. I need to remember what was it that I first felt and uh, what was it that inspired me to give myself to a place of leadership? And in those early days, one motive, and then it sort of matured that motive. And so today I want to talk with us about remember your leadership calling. So in my early days of uh, leadership, I remember a lot of what was driving my leadership was ego. It was the, the need to be significant, the need to be seen, the need to be heard. I, I'm sure I had some positive motives, maybe like you, depending on where you are in your leadership journey that you know, and I know there are times where our motives are pure and they are good, and, and our leadership is good because of that. It comes from a good place. And then there are times where our leadership is, is a bit tainted. It's a bit stained, if you will, by some unhealthy motives. And we mature through those. And I really just have two thoughts on remembering your leadership calling today. And you think about your leadership journey, those early days where your motive changes and matures and grows. I want to think about, number one, your source of leadership calling. And secondly, the development. And I remember years ago when I was was mid-90s, I use a bit of an agricultural uh, parable. It was the mid-90s, mid to late 90s. I was in uh, Florida working for a large church, but my employment was on the uh, uh, groundskeeping facility crew. And so my job was to cut grass and plant flowers and make the place look look beautiful. <clears throat> and one of the things we did is we had a greenhouse where we would go and we would plant or we would purchase floral seedlings and we would bring them to our greenhouse and then we would basically cultivate the flowers to a certain stage of development, and then we would move them from the safety of the greenhouse to uh, a place in the broader courtyard in the broader church facility. 
And what I learned about that is that when you bring them to the greenhouse, you can somewhat affect temperature, you can affect water consumption, moisture, you could uh, determine soil quality, pH balance, and, you know, with uh, fertilizers and different things, you could manipulate the soil to give the same kind of consistent environment to every seedling. What we could not control was the quality of the seed. We could never control the quality of the flower seed itself. We could only control the environment within which that seed would find its growth. And when we did that well, you would find some flowers were growing more quickly than others. They're blooming more quicker than others. Their color is more richer than others. And when you recognize the difference, you would go and you would begin to investigate. Is is this plant getting enough water? Is this plant have the right soil and this and that? And I learned that leadership is a lot like that greenhouse, that each of us need a consistent environment where our leadership can grow and can flourish because the leadership is not for the greenhouse. The flowers were never meant to be for the greenhouse. The greenhouse was for the flowers. The flowers were to get them to a certain strength and a certain vitality that you could put them in the courtyard where now you no longer control the weather. You no longer control the temperature. You no longer can. You can somewhat control the soil, but not as much as the greenhouse. You wanted to get the plant robust enough that it can survive and grow and flourish in an environment where you have less control. I often think about leadership in this context. See, what is the leadership soil for you? It's your calling. It's the place in which your your leadership grows. When I talk about remember your leadership calling, why are you a leader? Do you remember that? Do you remember what it was like to feel the desire to lead, calling to lead? And and there's a few sources I wrote down. One is a calling. So like from a a Christian perspective, we talk a lot about calling. There's a, like, God, this divine being, Jesus, has a calling. He has a unique purpose for our lives. And for some of us, it, it is to get into the role of leadership. And maybe for you, there's a divine sense of calling, like nature is calling you to this role and to this responsibility. There's also opportunity and desire and expectation. So, Just think for a moment about what is the source of your calling? Okay, so you had a few seconds there to think about that. Was it opportunity? That maybe you never really thought about being a leader, but this opportunity popped up in front of you to lead a team, to lead a group, to lead a prayer thing, to lead a sales, to lead a conversation, to lead a project, to lead, a, to lead something else. And so opportunity popped up for you. Maybe it was desire. It's not like I feel this calling from this other place, you know, to sort of live my life or something bigger than myself, but it's just, it's just desire. For me, that's a mixture of what it was in my early days. It was desire rooted in immaturity and insignificance. Not the best of motivations, but it was certainly a motive that was present. And I had a desire to lead. And as I've matured, and I believe as leaders mature, that desire moves from something about us to it's all about other people and adding value to their lives. Maybe the source of your calling is an expectation. Maybe your mom and dad are a leader or others around you are leaders, and they keep talking to you about leadership. And so... 
you feel like, man, there's just this cultural or familial or relational expectation that my professor or my boss or my pastor or this parent or this uncle or some friend, they put this expectation upon me to lead. It's really important to know the source of your calling. That's the soil. That's the soil in which your leadership seed is going to grow. And you need to know this because when leadership is hard and it will be difficult at times, it's good to go back and say, is my soil still good? Just like we did in that greenhouse when certain flowers were not growing, we wanted to test the soil. When your leadership is struggling, maybe it's not being fruitful, maybe it's not producing, it's not moving things forward, test the soil. Remember your calling. And secondly, not just remember your calling in a sense of its source, which is why do you want to lead? But secondly, the development. The development is the seed. Development is this growing. There's something there. So the source is the of your calling, your opportunity, desire, expectation. That, that's about the why. But development is about the how. Is How do I become a leader? I, I, I have an opportunity. I feel a calling. I, I have a desire to make a difference. I, I have a desire to, to, to have influence. Maybe just people are putting this expectation on me. But how do I become a leader? I got to be honest, for me, the why was much easier to answer than the how. Because the why was kind of straightforward. I felt a calling and I had a desire. An opportunity was given to me because others around me saw the desire and they also felt the calling. I didn't really have an expectation. I think I would have been the last one in my high school class that anyone would have said, yeah, we expect Lance to be a leader. Shy, quiet, to himself. But here I am, 30 years later, leading a wonderful, wonderful organization. It's not just knowing your why, but how are you engaging your how? How do I become a leader? How do I become a leader? Will you be the who? And you can figure out the how. Don't try to figure out the how before you answer if you're willing to be the who. I will lead. Send me. Release me. I want to lead. I want to create environments and opportunities that's going to add value to the life of people around me. Development. It's the how. And so there's a few things about how. Let me just share with you a few ideas on the how that I think will really help you. Okay, so here we are talking about we have the, the seed of calling, that's the why, and we have the seed of development, the soil and the seed. And so some sources that would really be helpful for you is mentorship. You know, I was thinking today, I was a meeting with a young guy today who's doing some really great work and has taken on a new season of leadership in his life. And, and I was thinking about him and I was thinking about leadership and I just began to think about, you know, a mentor is someone that you just know is always in your corner. You know, they're always going to be there for you. Kind of like a boxer has his coach in the corner, you know, that's just cheering you on, giving you some perspective, attends to you in the middle of the rounds and just keeps reminding you, hey, don't do, forget, don't forget this and remember to do that and watch out for this and make sure you're hydrated and they doctor you up a little bit. Man, a mentor is like that. They they share from their wisdom and their perspective, and you can look in your corner when leadership is just taking a beating, and you can look in your corner, and there they are, just cheering you on. You can do it. 
and they share from their wisdom and from their experience to help you be a better leader. We need mentors. We also need training. You know, so many leadership skills, delegation, communication, empowerment, um, writing, communicating, public presentations, uh, software. There's so many wonderful things about leadership and their skills that you need to develop. And there are thousands and thousands of resources available for you through the internet, through books, through podcasts. There really is no excuse for us not to be healthy, vibrant leaders. Mentorship, training, equipping, which I, I often think about is it's mentorship and training given an opportunity, what I call equipping, where you're just given a chance to lead. You're given a chance to, to do something, to communicate, to contribute, to lead, to make decisions, to invest in other people and make things better, to champion, to celebrate, to challenge, to contribute, to coach, and to care. The five C's of leadership. You're given these opportunities to do it. Can you do it? You see, I thought I had a desire to lead in my early days, and you do too. But can we actually lead? Part of development is not just I have a mentor or someone in my corner that's you know cheering me on. I've got somebody that's training me and equipping me and teaching me and helping me develop the skills, and they're giving me opportunity to actually lead. I think the maybe the greatest part of development is, am I becoming a trustworthy person? Patrick Lencioni, in his a classic work, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and much of his organization talks about how trust is the foundation for all healthy teams. Trust and humility. Trust and humility. And are you a trustworthy person? Do you have a character that people would describe? They are trustworthy. They are worthy of my trust. What is trust? Think about trust as leaning on, that if someone leans on you with all of their weight, you're going to be able to hold them up. You are worthy of that kind of trust. How about books? Books are one of the great resources we have for development. And you want books that are tested. You want leaders that have been tested. By tested leaders, I mean they have proven time and time again to be true and to be trustworthy and to be effective. You want tested leaders, their written material, their blogs, their podcasts, all of those kinds of things you want for people because you want to learn from people that have been through the trenches who have the scars, who can say, I know what to learn, I know what not to learn. These kind of people. You know, when you think about books, you're getting some of the best content they have distilled down into 100 to 300 pages, put together in a, in a comprehensive way, a creative way, a categorical way. And in many ways, books are your mentors with your own voice. You read it in your own voice, but you're gleaning the wisdom of others. You also want development that's not just the right sources, mentorship, training, equipping, opportunity, books and people that are tested, proven to be true, trustworthy, and effective. But you also want to make sure that you're moving from the place of positional leadership on through the other levels of leadership as described by John Maxwell. 
oftentimes the early foundations of leadership is about position, which can be a lot about ego, a lot about feeling important. You know information others don't know. You have authority to make decisions they don't have. And moving from an ego that's about us to a place where leadership is all about others, embrace that development and embrace that journey. You know and I know that we're being most successful as leaders when we're developing leaders who develop leaders. We need reproductive development. And you need to know how to do that and grow in that. And so in this, remember the calling of your leadership. Remember the foundation of your leadership. It's the soil and it's the seed. The soil is the source of your calling. Going back, I've got good soil. I've got a calling. I've got an opportunity. I've got a desire. There's a healthy expectation. And the seed of development, where I'm surrounded by mentors and coaches, I've got training and opportunity. I'm being equipped. I've got good books. I'm learning. I'm applying. And I'm putting these things together. And I believe that when you do these things, you will become a very powerful and healthy leader. And you're going to raise up you're going to raise up other leaders. You're going to raise up people who are going to make wise decisions that has a profound effect upon other people. Hey, friends, remember the source of your leadership calling. Remember those early days, the purity and the passion and the energy of making a difference. Don't lose that. Just let it be covered now by wisdom and patience, and intentionality, and empowerment of others. Because there is a soil for your leadership calling, and there is a seed. And like that greenhouse, we want to see you grow and develop from a very controlled environment to an environment where you many things you can't control, but you still flourish, you still bloom, you still grow. You are a leader who's reproducing leaders who reproduces leaders. I love it. I'm so excited for you. I think you can do it. And uh, I want to help you in that. So if you think of something I can do to help you, let me know. I want to champion your leadership calling. Remember, 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 remember the foundation of your leadership calling. Hey, friends, thanks for listening again to another podcast, episode 148 of our little podcast designed to help you be a better, healthy leader. Hey, I love you. Don't forget to uh, share this with your friends and leave a review wherever you may be listening. You guys stay healthy, stay hopeful, and I'll talk to you again next week.